Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. It is the Dom Show. Back for the new year, but sans Dom. There is no Dom Giordano today. My buddy Dom is under the weather. Get well soon, Dom. It's Michael Pelka. In for Dom. I am the uh, sixth man, I guess, here. At WPHT and proud to be there yesterday morning, part time for uh, the Kale and Company program, 8 to 10. Then yesterday afternoon into the evening for my buddy Rich Zioli and today for Dom. So I'm happy to be here, honored to be here, pleased to be here as we start this journey of 2024. The most important year in America's history. I truly mean that. No hyperbole at all. This is going to be the most important year for America. And I mean that from the conservative side of things and from the liberal side of things and from the squishy center who can't make a decision side of things. I mean, pick a side, people. Oh, I'm kind of in the middle, right, Dan? I mean, you just want to go, give me a break. Anybody who goes, well, I'm kind of an independent. It means you're afraid of offending the room. There, there is no, uh, I'm a little pregnant. You either are or you aren't. You got to pick a side here. You're going to fall on one side or the other. And they always tell us that those people, those squishes in the middle, they're going to decide the election. I'm not so sure of that. I am not so certain of that. Over the holidays, uh, I read about a new demographic It's a demographic called uh, locked into Trump, meaning they will vote for Donald Trump no matter what happens and that they will decide this election. So we shall see. But we are 308 days away from the actual date of Election Day. Now, I wish it were Election Day and not Election Month or in some states Election Two Months or whatever the hell it is. I wish we could get back to election day with the exceptions for those who are serving overseas, 
those who are called into uh, emergency duty. You know, I think our first responders deserve the opportunity to vote absentee, especially those who are are manning firehouses and uh, rolling in police cruisers. But everybody else who just says, I just can't be bothered of going all the way to the to the polling place and filling out a ballot. I just need I need to be able to ride the couch and play my video games. No, you lazy bum. Get up. But that's just part of today's series of mini rants. Dan, I'm loaded for bear. I have a whole bunch of mini rants hey, today. You're firing today, huh? Uh, I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I'm coming in hotter than a Japanese airliner. Wow. It's the future, Mike. I mean, everyone's going to be on their phones voting one day. You just get the security up there, and why not? It's, it's how it's going to be. It's inevitable. Oh, you're also, you're also going to have a, a chip under your under your skin the yeah. size of a grain of rice and yep. have all your money on it and your medical data and all that stuff. Glasses that tell you the stats of individuals as you pass them on the street. Now, see, I might be okay with that. That would be kind of cool, right? I mean, can you imagine if I were uh, in my young and unsupervised era? Uh, and I had a pair of glasses, and I'm passing somebody who might, you know, might think, oh, that's interesting. And you, you kind of point your smart glasses at them, and you blink, and suddenly you get a list of statistics. So, well, hello. Did you know we both are from the same area? Today on the Dom Show, we get into being in favor for the social credit system, apparently. No, we are not going oh, for the okay. social. Just, we, just make we are going to be anything but the social <laughs> credit system. As well, a matter of fact. How are you going to rate these people, Mike? I, uh, I, I'm talking about actual physical ratings uh, in their history. I'm not talking about social credit score. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm talking about Opelka credit scoring. <laughs> that, that's where we're going with this. It's the Mike Opelka credit scoring. We want to find out where you've been. What you, I'd like to be able to know what movies and television shows uh, you like because you can tell a lot about a person based on w- what they consume, right? Not just food. But what they consume in their media, and is any of it on paper and bound? You know, like this thing they call a book? You'd like to know if people had read a book in the last year. Or even listened to a book in the last year. I'll, I'll permit that. I have a friend who's totally blind, but reads a book a day via, you know, the, the uh, what is it, Audible or one oh. of those. Pro- oh, okay. one, by listening to it, okay. By listening to it. He's also written more than 50. So he's an accomplished guy. He can't see a thing, Dan. Wow. Can't, can't see it all, but he's written more books than you or I will write in our life. I, I assume that you haven't written a book yet. I think you probably have two or three in yes, you. Yes, I have. Might be time to start. No. But my buddy Jim can't see it all. But he, he reads a book, and I'm using air quotes with my fingers, because he's on the Audible thing, which I just signed up for, because I want to be able to try and say, I actually read more books this year. I didn't read enough last year. It was a small, a small list of books. They were all incredible, though, I might add that. But uh, my wife reads at least two books a week. And so I'm, I'm trying to keep up there, because she, she's much smarter than I. She's been crushing me on Jeopardy lately. I don't, I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but like it's totally acceptable for Jim to say that he read those books, but you're saying you're going to read these books, but you're going to listen to them. Yeah, because I, I listen to, I consume a lot of uh, news and information via my phone, listening to various podcasts and or 
news programs. Yeah, but like when you talk about the book, it should be you listen to the book. You didn't read the book. Well, I, I said I'm using air quotes with my fingers. <laughs> sorry, sorry to you know. God. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to the Semantics Police with Woo-hoo. Dan Borowski. Uh, there's your first SAT word of the show too, semantics. Uh, use it in a sense today. It's yours forever. So we have to talk about everything in the news today. And I mean everything because there are critical things happening today. Of course, everybody's coming back to Washington. (laughs) Hold on a second. Did I say everyone's coming back to Washington? The president is not coming back until 9.55 tonight. I get the president's schedule every day sent to me because I like to know what the leader of the free world is allegedly doing. And uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., not slated to return until 9.55 this evening. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. That's a snippet of Joe Biden's answer to Ryan Seacrest on uh, New Year's Eve in a pre-recorded interview that was kind of presented as live, if you were watching. But was Dan, it pre-recorded? I, we yeah. had a conversation yesterday on the Dom show. We we couldn't tell. Yeah, pre-recorded. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, yeah. I, I there was no way that that guy was going to be awake at that time. No, not even close. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing: Do you have that entire answer from uh, Biden? Uh, it's and, not long. I only got about 16 seconds of it. Hold on a second. I wonder if I have it because yeah. I want to make a point about that. There's something there. New Year's Eve, where is this here? Uh, I may not have it here handy. Um, oh, okay. Go ahead. Do you have the whole 16 seconds? Go no, ahead and play check, it. Check this out. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've eaten <laughs> pasta, which I love. Yeah. eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. Now... <laughs> You know, the president didn't give any conservative media outlet an an interview this year, didn't do the year-end press conference that is traditional. The uh, president has skipped it for three years now. That's when you go into the press briefing room. You do not have the list of pre-screened reporters with their photographs and or questions, but you just open it up. Just let it rip. He, He has not done that for three years in a row. And then I'm watching this thing, and it is pre-recorded. And uh, Ryan Seacrest asked a question, and then we got that answer about, oh, I'm pr- pretty much eating everything they put in front of me. Uh, I'm glad he likes Italian food. And then uh, Nurse Jill. I do uh, have the rest of the interview now if you want that. That's okay. But I want to get to this one because I think there's a real important point here. Both of my parents had to transition into assisted living and then into 24-hour in their final laps in this life and when we used to go visit them which we did every week we rotated through there you know nine kids eight at the time that happened uh we'd go in and one of the things you were supposed to ask mom and or dad was are you eating because when they stop eating that's a really bad sign so I'm watching this, and Seacrest asks that question. And I go, oh, my God, they're treating him like a guy in, a, in an assisted living facility. 
And Nurse Jill jumps in and says, don't forget about the ice cream. And he says, oh, yeah, I got some chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> Thursdays, this, it's banana. The, yeah, the pudding. Yeah, it's, it's, it is uh, from pudding brain to pudding dessert. It is, it is so embarrassing to see this happen. And uh, it, it, it was one of the more disturbing things about New Year's Eve. There were many things about New Year's Eve that were disturbing. We could talk about CNN with the uh, Andy, what's his name? Don't say his last name. I don't want to give him any any props. That grinning moron, Andy, what's his name? And Anderson Cooper. I like who, him. <laughs> is this how today is going to go? You say you judge people based on what they watch and being married now i feel like 50 percent of my watching is real housewives and he does those wrap-up shows and he's awesome on him he just undresses the ladies at the end of the season so mad respect to andy cohen oh man i'm burying myself oh. a grave oh you say if you say his name three times he'll show oh, up sorry 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 we can't have that i think he's i think he's a devil i really think he is he is possessed and uh uh, there are no. There, we have a ban in my house on the Real Housewives, and I'm just amazed. Is that a ban that set by you or your wife? That is me. I've had to argue with my wife about it. I said, "Listen, you can watch it. I don't want to see it on the DVR." She wants There's, to watch it. Yeah, I figured she'd be more elevated. Be honest, and it's not well, a, like a diss. But like she's an amazing writer, isn't she? As a soap opera writer, yes. as an Emmy award-winning, Writers yes, Guild award-winning exactly. soap ding. opera writer, I thought she'd be offended by something that yes. basically eliminated the the writer's position in Hollywood. But well, no. well, not only that, is, is there a lot of writing that happens on these Real Housewives? They will not tell you that because then they'd have to pay the writers the union scale, which is a lot of money. So they they hire producers who put bullet points down. Ah. It's almost like the way um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is written. Curb Your Enthusiasm, not necessarily scripted. They know where they're starting and where they're getting to. And they have a couple of points within. But they have such strong improvisational players that they uh, give them those signposts that they have to touch along the way. Are you saying Teresa Geodice is a good improviser? No. No, I'm saying it's uh, that it's just the opposite. See, I think it's trash. I think that show is trash. I think The Bachelor's trash. Uh, I, I think all, everything that's called reality. Watch the TV, Golden Wedding. Come on, they're getting married. The Golden Bachelor. What? The Golden Bachelor is that actually resulted in? A, well, they have to hurry up because they're, they're going to die <laughs> oh, soon, my, aren't they? Come on. Be positive. Well, At least twenty, thirty years together. Now, I read the backstory on the guy in The Golden Bachelor. ABC was telling us that he was a retired restaurateur, right? I, I, I he, don't know. I watched first only a couple episodes and wasn't paying much attention, clearly. Yeah. Well, you're, at least you're smart <laughs> that way. But I never watched I've never seen a single episode of any of those Bachelor, Bachelorette shows. But I'm reading this and I'm going, what is this pablum they're foisting upon the masses this distraction and it's because abc thought they had a senior demo that they could bring in because they already have a locked in audience of um of bachelor fans and bachelorette fans for god's sakes that that septuagenarian howard stern watches it right he's dedicated to it raves about it and i thought when did you turn in your man card because <laughs> so that's true. what's happened it's so and, true and, 
and they were trying to rope him in too. And so I said, well, let's find out who this guy is. The guy who played, the, who played, he is the bachelor, the golden bachelor. They frame him as he's a retired restaurateur who moved into his dream retirement home with his wife of 43 years. And she tragically passed away. And now he's looking for someone to spend his final years with. Well, uh, most of that is Bravo Sierra. He, he opened up a hamburger joint. That's a restaurant. Yes, it is. I'm just t- saying. They, oh, okay. they, just, this just is Hollywood writing here. here. This is why I respect writers. <laughs> he opened up a restaurant, and it was successful, and he sold it 15 years ago. Oh, okay. So... He's been, what's he been doing since he sold the restaurant? And I just told a fib, I have to correct myself. He started working in the restaurant as a child and I guess worked his way up to owning the thing and then sold it. But like 15 years ago, since that time, he has not been retired because he didn't like cash a giant multi-bazillion dollar check. No, he's been installing hot tubs. And he also worked as the operations slash maintenance guy at a mental health facility. So he was working in a nuthatch and he's been (laughs) dating quite vigorously since his wife passed away. He, in fact, had a uh, uh, more than year and a half relationship with the accountant who ran the books for the mental health facility. Oh, no. He dated her for nine months, and then they moved in together and lived together for a year. And women who dated this guy are starting to come forward. So for my money, ABC's just looking stupid. And yeah, it, it kind of changes things a little bit. I hope they find happiness. Look, if two people found each other because of a, t- a stupid television show, and I hope it's real. I, I hope they get married and... And stay together for as long as they both shall live. So, spoiler alert, uh, pretty early on, it's the girl he, uh, you, you didn't watch it, but if anyone watched it and then tuned out, it's the woman that he went on the date to the diner with. And, and they seem to have a genuine connection, even like in episode two. And watching, you know, three, four, me and Maisie kind of were like, well, why, why watch anymore? There's such a genuine connection between these two. It's clear that she's going to win, and she did. And now, really? uh, yeah. And, and this, I think, might be the first televised bachelor wedding because usually. You know, it doesn't go as smoothly as it's been post-show, but they are actually, you know, really enjoying one another, and that's why this, you know, pedal to the metal is going on for the wedding here. Are, are there statistics on how many episodes, how many series of The Bachelor there have been and how many weddings have actually happened because of it? I'd like to see that, because... It seems like then they'd end up in Judge Judy's court fighting over the ring. There have been 20, uh, so this is March 29th, 2023. I don't know if there's been a season since, but when this was written uh, from Pink Villa, a very quality source here, 27 <laughs> seasons on The Bachelor, five couples still together. Bachelorette, 19 seasons, four couples still together. That's actually Combined not- success rate of 19% between the two. I'm saying that's actually a better predictor of success than the Iowa caucuses. If you want to get right down to it, the Iowa caucuses, which are, you know, less than two weeks away from today, only 16.7% of the time have they actually resulted in the winner becoming president. 
So at least in this situation, you're almost at 20%. I guess it's kind of like a blind date record, maybe. I'll give him a little room here, but we'll see what happens with the Golden Bachelor. I don't think blind date's 19%. Really? It's got to be like five. Come on. I say that because 32 years as a successful blind date. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Congrats. Who was the the person that organized it? Was it like a service or a... Yeah, a service. What a what am I calling an escort shop? I, you Jeez. never, you never. No. Well, no, I'm not saying that. It, I was saying like a matchmaker. It was our parents. Oh, that's sweet. And they never met until the wedding weekend, which is really kind of funny. It wow. Was, it's a long story, and and you know we're probably already through the opening here of the first segment I of the show. I want to know this story though. Maybe we'll talk during the break. We will. I'll I'll share you some of the lurid details. And New Year's Eve was involved. So, uh, and in New York City, in Times Square. Ooh, midnight kiss. Working, working the broadcast, if oh, you will. Maybe not then. And that's not might, a euphemism. Might not be appropriate. It's not a euphemism. Um, we uh, we're trying to do uh, the typical Dom Giordano show with as much of the news as we can. We'll we'll try and touch on some of the bubbling subjects today because there are, there are many things happening. Will the Trump Legal team file with the Supreme Court to get them back on the, the ballots or prevent any other of this ballot shenanigans. I want to talk about what California's doing as it relates to uh, giving health care now to 700,000 plus people in the country illegally. The Japanese plane has an interesting story. The president's not back, but his press secretary, Cringe, Corinne Jean-Pierre, is back. Uh, Thomas Massey has some things to say. 90210 and Sharknado's Ian Ziering got attacked by a biker gang. Oh, what? Yeah. Mr. Ziering. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I've got some interesting thoughts on this, too. And uh, there's big news in the trans world as the Ohio governor vetoed a bill that would have protected children. And there are some interesting sidebars to that. But we also have a side question. Today, Dan, you said is uh, is fictional character day. No, it's International Science Fiction Day. Okay, International Science Fiction Day. Yeah, I don't know where they come up with this crap, but that's what today is. Well, a big sci-fi lobbies to get it on the calendar. Yeah, you know they got they got big money behind it. So led by George Lucas, or maybe the uh, the Scientologist, because L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer. Remember? Ah, uh, is that how Bill Shatner's getting to space? Big I sci-fi. Don't know why. But uh, we, we will see. Uh, so uh, today is uh, International Science Fiction Day. What is the best character from a science fiction television show, film, or book? Ah, I like it. That is, uh, well, you should. You proposed it. Yeah, I'll well. give you all credit for it. It's a great <laughs> question. What What is the best character from a science fiction TV show or book, and and are we taking anybody off yeah, the table? Yeah, we got to each take one off the board. Well, let me let me say this first. Uh, our side topic is always brought to you by Ben Stennel Group six ten two seven two six nine four nine to reach them. Ben Stennel Group six ten two seven two six nine four nine, and yeah, Mike, we each take one off the board. So who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take uh, Gort from the day the Earth stood still. Okay, Gort was the robot that Klaatu said Gort. Klaatu Barada Nikto to prevent the <laughs> annihilation of the world. You, but you knew that already. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite a nerd. I got to admit. 
So who are you taking off the I'll table? I'll take Mal Reynolds off. Uh, there was a huge show back in the mid-2000s. Fox had it on called Firefly. Um, it was kind of like a Star Wars to a degree. Then uh, a couple seasons later, they canceled it out of nowhere. And the fan response, there there was jokes throughout about peanuts. And they, they sent the studio a bunch of peanuts. And, and, and they just tortured studio execs enough to get a film called Serenity made out of it. And there's just still a cult following of it. You go to Comic-Con, you see people dressed up as characters from the show. And uh, Nathan Fillion uh, was... Uh, you know, uh, Castle made him huge in some other parts, but played Mal Reynolds. Uh, and I'm going to take him off the board. He was also known as Cap in Firefly. I, I would have bet you uh, 100 bucks that nobody would have called in to nominate Mal Reynolds. Cause yeah, I, knew, I know, I know. I, but that's okay. That's your choice. Well, take that's- your other one off the board. I really like yours, too. Are you just going to talk about that later? Oh, my uh, Sergeant you're, Kabuki. You're here history, yeah. Sergeant Kabuki Man. Sergeant Kabuki Man. Uh, is it so? Should I do Sergeant Kabuki Man or the Toxic Avenger? Toxie. Well, Toxie. Let's, we should do Toxie because he was the first superhero from New Jersey. Well, were you in Toxic Avenger? No, 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 no. But um, no, yeah. Let's do Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Okay. Yeah, Sergeant Kabuki off, Man, yeah. who was the uh, oh, title character. Off too. Toxie had video games and all. He's a great character. He is. He is the janitor who became a superhero, uh, the only superhero from New Jersey and the Troma Pictures people. Very fascinating. Great local stories. Harvard grads who made millions selling schlocky sci-fi films. Did you know Lloyd Kaufman? I have had several conversations with Lloyd. That's pretty cool. And uh, even three years ago at the um, Philadelphia Tattoo Festival. He had a uh, trauma, had a booth at the Philadelphia Tattoo Festival. That's awesome. Right in the convention center. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, but we got it. We have so many things to get to. You're welcome to join the conversation. If you have a, uh, a great science fiction character you want to nominate, you give us a holler at 855-839-1210. 855-839-1210. It is Opelka. In for the ailing Dom Giordano. Get better, Dom. On Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
And welcome back, Dom Giordano Show. Dom, under the weather today, it's Mike Opelka sitting in for my buddy. I had a great time on the golf course last summer with Dom and, and Nick Hale, and I, I, I now long for the warm weather to get Dom back out on the golf course. And, of course, back in the studio behind the mic. Uh, you're welcome to join us today on any of the topics that we are hitting. Uh, there is news today. As we are less than two weeks away from the Iowa caucuses, did Dom call him cockeye yesterday? Is that what he called him? <laughs> I think he does call it that. Is that not the word? Now, caucus, well, that's not the plural for caucus, but I like it because, <laughs> you know, you, if you add in Hawkeye, which is the, the Iowa mascot thingy, you have the Hawkeye cockeye. <laughs> and it's kind of got a, a poetic being to uh, it. Hawkeye so. cockeye. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So the, uh, the the Iowa caucuses are coming up in less than two weeks. And uh, then we get into actual primaries, a little different animal. But on the 10th of the month, CNN is hosting uh, the uh, next debate. And this was the kind of the add-on debate. This wasn't uh, officially sanctioned by the RNC. It's one they shoved in at the end. And I think CNN was hoping to lure Donald Trump in and see if they could get him to join the debate. And he's not. Um, they, they're still hopeful until today. Because Fox News has announced that on the same, uh, I believe, is it the same night or the night before? Maybe it's the night before that uh, Donald Trump is going to do a town hall on Fox News. And frankly, that surprised me. I thought there was still some animus growing on Fox News between the Trumpster and the executives there. But uh, to to do a uh, to do a town hall, either straight up against the debate, I I would be interested to see the results on that. Yeah, would so you? it's actually going to be a head to head. Oh, great. That's excellent. Yes. So I was right. My initial instincts were correct. Yeah, Fox News Thursday, January 10th at 9 p.m., uh, and then the Republican DA debate, CNN, January 9th, 10, or January 10th, 9 p.m. Same, same day, Ooh, same time. straight up. And Brett Baer is the town hall host, correct? I have that in front of me. Sorry, going back to it. CNN got Jake Tapper and Dana Bash. It's uh, live from Drake University in Des Moines. Uh, it's going to be Brett Baer and Martha McCallum uh, over on Fox News. Ooh, and neither one of those two, Brett and Martha, will give Donald Trump any room to wiggle. Uh, as <laughs> I like Brett Bear. I think he's he's really a great, great broadcaster. And Martha I like too, but she scares me a little bit. So that is amazing. So where are we? Who's going to win this one ratings-wise? Because that's what this is all about, right? I mean, are we really asking that question? I think, I the, first of all, CNN is ratings challenged. So uh, very they, PC of you. Well, you know, I try not to get into I've been to <laughs> HR too many times in my career. Uh, so uh, CNN does not have the advantage going into this. It's like a different weight class with uh, Fox News coming in, especially at nine o'clock, because that's Hannity's slot. So I can't believe Hannity's giving up the slot, number one, which is interesting. Uh, but uh, CNN's going to have a debate with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and Vivek and Chris Christie. Yeah. 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 Good Stooges callback. Well done. 
Never understood that one in the cave. It's a total sidebar on that. So uh, Donald Trump in a town hall against those four, it's Trump all the way. It's Trump all the way. It's, it's, I would bet it's at least a 30% bigger number for Trump on Fox, maybe double. That, that would be my take on it. So we'll see where this goes. Town Hall Donald Trump versus the debate, especially if uh, by that time, although this is kind of questionable, do we believe the Supreme Court will have rendered a decision on the ballot presence in the primaries? The Trump team expected to file today to ask the Supreme Court to rule on this this craziness out of Maine and Colorado and Oregon's thinking about it. California's thinking about it. Several states are all going, well, you know, if they did it, we should do it, right? No, no, you shouldn't do it. And one of the more interesting angles on this now is um, now that now that we're back from the Christmas vacation, if you will, uh, we now have uh, the harpies from The View who were discussing it today in the Hot Topics because the ironically named Joy Behar has to get her two cents in. I actually was surprised today uh, when I was scanning and saw Sarah Haynes. She's the one I can never remember. She's the one who sits close to Whoopi. Very forgettable. Yeah, uh, am I? Yeah, you're. I'm right on that, aren't I? She's yeah, somebody 100%. who just. Uh, she's she's kind of the bland one, and why they have her sitting next to Whoopi, I don't know. Because Whoopi usually has somebody sitting next to her, so she can reach over and touch their hand to shut them up. But uh, Sarah Haynes is there, uh, meant to be a Republican, meant to be a conservative. The same way they have Alyssa Farrah Griffin. Uh, she's a hyphenated one now. Uh, who used to work for Trump and now is really suffering from TDS, uh, which I believe may be caused by a CNN paycheck. I think we can make that (laughs) leap. If you get a paycheck from CNN, you are very susceptible to Trump derangement syndrome. So maybe we found a cause and effect there, Dan. We should reach out to the CDC later. fair. Yeah, it's, uh, I didn't, I need a grant to study it further. I need about a, (laughs) Four million dollar grant to do a six month study. Well, for um, most, it's chicken or the egg. I mean, did their well, Trump that, derangement come first, or did CNN come first, and they, you know, just targeted well, because I, of it? I think maybe we could find the roots of Trump derangement syndrome on uh, election night or the the day after the election in 2016. That may have been the official, real roots of it. We should look into. It. We'll do some studies on that. But today on the View. Of course, the topic of Donald Trump and his presence on the ballot came up. And Sarah Haynes, who we shall call the forgettable one, she's like the worst, uh, the most boring one in a bad boy band, you know, in a, in a boy band from the 80s. <laughs> she's like the Joey Fatone. The Lance Bass. Uh, no, Lance Bass, you remember. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I think Joey Fatone was the one because his name, if you break it down, is Fat One. And he tries so hard to stay relevant. That's right. He does. Uh, but, and and um, I have a friend, a female friend who loved them, who said, well, he's the one you could get, so you kind of liked him. Everyone thought they could, too, it seemed. I guess so. But getting back to The View, the Joey Fatone of The View is Sarah Haynes, the forgettable one, was talking about this, um, this movement to try and get Donald Trump kicked off the ballots and she was actually 
defending it. I would say here is that I actually agree with Governor Gavin Newsom and David Axelrod. These are Democrats, leading Democrats, that say this would really cause a division that's almost insurmountable. And as someone that believes January so 6th was that bad, so wait one what, second. So what are you saying? Wait, just one second. I don't think, one, I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold this. I think they're going to overturn it, and it won't just be the originalists. I bet it's a 9-0 vote. I actually don't think they will hold this. So you but think, I think they, they should def- leave it to the voters or I, not? I think they should leave Now, I, I'm stopping because they ironically named Joy Behar is maybe the rudest person on the planet. But she keeps trying to get in there. And she just played her hand with that one line. Did you hear what she said? Do you think they should leave it to the voters? I mean, what a... She's shocked. <laughs> what a telling statement from, from the ironically named Joy. Uh, I'll scroll it back a little bit here. I actually don't think they will hold this. So you but think, I think they, they div- should leave it to the voters or I, not? I think they should leave it to the voters. Oh, but I no. think the di- oh, I think no. the division this whole- <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> How dare you? These are the people who are constantly saying, well, we have to defend our democracy from these Trump people. And when faced with the option of letting the voters decide, oh, no. Oh, no. And by the way, she's... She's almost as old as uh, Joe Biden. She's 80, I believe, correct? I think she is. She and Mick Jagger, I believe, were born the same year. But she's cognitively a little better off than, than the current president, but she's just incorrect on her beliefs. But Sarah Haynes keeps trying to say, let the people decide. But Joy is going to get in her two cents. Because what will happen is that martyrdom will be one step more. We have a nation well, that doesn't believe in, yeah. in democracy, doesn't believe in the voting. Everyone that loses says it was rigged and failed. I think this will create a vision, a visual to people that don't, that this was a rigged no, election. I, don't agree. I, do, I do. I think that the law will stand and so people very, should follow the law. If that is if the law, the Supreme Court If you're not going to follow conflicted. an amendment, then why don't we have Taylor Swift run Well, there it is. The comedian turned constitutional scholar has declared that the law will prevent Donald Trump from being on a ballot, that the law, the 14th Amendment, uh, what is it, paragraph three, will be used to preclude Donald Trump from being able to run. No, I I think it's crazy. Sonny Hostin came back with uh, another take on this, and at least uh, Sonny Hostin, another one of the ironically named people, right? What is it with these hosts of The View and their names being the opposite of what they are? You have Joy, you have Sonny, and you have Whoopi. Whoopi! They're all on the wrong side of their names. Uh, but we'll get to Sonny Hostin. Let's take a quick call before we take a break. Uh, the legendary Sue from Schwanksville is on the phone. Hello, Sue. Hello there. Well, first of all, I did not win the Powerball last night, so I'm kind of ticked off. But uh, anyway, I do have your winning uh, guest for your, you know, science fiction character. Oh, oh, you're going to give us a uh, a, uh, a nomination for today's side yes. question, which is uh, who is the greatest science fiction character of all time? Well, Fire- yes, I... I think so. It's a more obscure one, if anything. Okay, fire so, away. The character's name is Exigius Twelve and a Half, also known as Uncle Martin, 
from my favorite Martin Martian TV show, played by Ray Walston. And uh, the first two seasons of that show were in black and white, and the last two were in color. And if you remember, I don't know, you're old enough to remember this show. He lived upstairs above the garage of Bill Bixby. Yes, and, and, and his uh, his damaged spacecraft was stored in the garage. That's right. And he was a 450-year-old exoanthropologist from Mars. And how he met Bill Bixby was Bill Bixby was a reporter who was at, you know, the Air Force Base to witness the X-15 or something. And his, you know, spacecraft crashed with it. And somehow or other, he ends up with him living in this garage. It was a very cool show. And he had these little antennas that would go in and out of his head. They would come up and, you know, just kind of almost like a, you know, like a slug or a snail. You know how their little antennas kind yeah, of come up yeah. and go. It, it it was a fascinating, uh, entertaining show. I admit to watching it. Bill Bixby then went on to be part of yet another science fiction show, did he not? Yes, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So he had his, his greatest television successes were My <laughs> Favorite Martian and The Incredible Hulk. Was he with Lou Ferrigno or was he actually the Hulk? No, he he was um, he was right. The, he was- yeah, he the was mild ban- mannered side of it. Yeah, he was the unhulk before he yeah. got all green and muscular and ripped his shirts off. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that was the coolest show too, wasn't it? And and you know when it was listed in the paper, it was Incred Hulk, Incred Hulk. Oh, it's very funny. Well, good nomination on Uncle Martin. Uh, uh, the great Ray yeah. Walston. Uh, and if you and Sue want to watch it, it's on Peacock. It's available on Peacock for that dose of nostalgia. My favorite Martian with Uncle yeah. Martin. And and they always have the pesky neighbor who almost caught them every time, kind of like the Gladys Kravitz from Bewitched, who was you always trying to catch it. They had that crazy neighbor, a female, who's what's a, who's up with that? What Can I see what's in that garage? No, yeah. you, you have to go. It was a gentler time in America, but good nomination, Sue. Appreciate right. you being there. I got to take a break. It is uh, 1246. Michael Pelka in for the ailing Dom Giordano here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It is 10 minutes before 1 o'clock on the Dom Giordano show. Dom is not with us today. He's, he's not feeling so great. So get well soon, Dom. We... Uh, we're trying to hold up the fine standards of this program. Dan and I verbally wrestling during the breaks as we try to get to everything. There's so much going on. As I said, the Trump team looking to file, expected to file with the Supreme Court. Uh, we also have some questions about what's happening on the border because now that the Senate is back, they're going to be arguing about that. Don't worry, your president is not back. He's still in St. Croix. Uh, there, there is a, uh, a pile of quotes from his press secretary, Cringe, Cringe on Pierre. And I have to get to this Ian Ziering story, uh, Dan, because Ian Ziering of 90210 fame, can I say fame, and Sharknado fame as well. Oh. He was in a couple of Sharknados, I believe. But I, I think pretty much everyone in Hollywood was in shark one of the Sharknados. <laughs> and I'll be surprised if if any of the characters from Sharknado are not nominated as the side question today as the greatest science fiction character of all time. 
Uh, but we'll get we'll get to that. I also <laughs> I, I feel like we we need to kind of give a, a nice kickoff to Mayor Parker. I'm really hopeful that that this city has a, a great transition back to uh, a lawful environment where the the members of our police force are allowed to do their jobs and try and keep the streets safe from the bad guys. So wishing Mayor Sherelle Parker a really successful start. And it's good for everybody. I know people are going, oh, she's a Democrat. You weren't going to get a Republican or conservative elected in this town. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So you hope to get somebody who truly is going to Make it a, a place that's safe for everybody. So good luck, Mayor Parker. Look forward to hearing great things come out of your administration. Uh, we, we have to get another nomination. It appears that this science fiction character topic you've proposed here, Dan, is popular. Uh, the great Kevin, Kevin Pulse of Bucks County, is joining us. Hello, Kevin. Welcome to the program. Greetings from yet again the uh, micro nation of Talasa. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sir. And you're also. So before, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was going to say you're also the man behind Greg Stalker sucks, which is always fun to say on on radio. Greg Stalker sucks. Um, yes, and and again, well, it's it's past the New Year, so uh, just so folks know, that directs to Families Behind the Badge general donation page. Excellent. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, until the bike ride, and then it will go to the bike ride donation page. Thanks for doing that, man. Uh, yeah, well, hey, it's the least I could do. NickKaleSucks.com takes you to Travis Mannion general donation page. <laughs> so, um, you know, and Rizzioli, well, like I said the other day, takes you to the uh, the 37-minute uh, interview with Rich and Trump at the USMCA uh, agreement. That was just amazing. You're not, so he's, anyway, not, he's before, not making that up either. I just did it, and it really does. Yeah. That's oh, it does. Cool. It's does. And uh, speaking of USMCA, I th- was today the day, or was it yesterday? Was the day NAFTA began? Uh, one of these days back in the 1990s was the NAFTA, which USMCA replaced, because as Ross Perot told us, that giant sucking sound is everything going down to Mexico, which he was not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway. Also, and uh, uh, don't forget Hunter Biden sucks. That's a good, fun one. But anyway, uh, before before I give my science fiction character, uh, I want to give you guys a, a brain dump, Dan, especially you on Firefly. It was created by Joss Whedon, who directed the first Avengers, the first two Avengers movies. He was a writer for Roseanne, and created and a writer for Toy Story, and created one of the all-time most popular pop culture figures of all time in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, I would argue that Joss Whedon also deserves props for Angel, the David Boreanaz series as well, which is a spinoff. That's a spinoff from Buffy. Yeah, I just wanted to mention the local guy, David Boreanaz, a good local guy. Uh, Dave Roberts' son, who, uh, yeah, David Boreanaz is, uh, yeah, Dave Roberts' son, who, uh, yeah, every time there's the Flyers Carnival, he's like the MC. Yeah, I know that. But um, so uh, so there's all of that. So my character, drum roll, and hands down, arguably, Doctor Who. 
Yeah. Doctor Who, which is a, that's the one with the, t- the the British telephone booth that was the transportation device. Oh, come device. on, Mike. You got to know Doctor Who. <laughs> come on. I, no, I never watched an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, my Lord. Dan, let's strap him down. 60 <laughs> years. It celebrated 60 years last year. And the one episode uh, which catapulted it happened the weekend of the Kennedy assassination. And it introduced the world to the Daleks. But because of the Kennedy assassination, uh, historically, the, the ratings tanked, and the um, the producer, executive producer, she was she was a, a British Jewish lady. She says we have to re-air the first episode because of the Kennedy assassination. And when they re-aired it the next weekend, that's when it took off like a ah, rocket. I never knew that. That's wow. fascinating. And now. And now I know the rest of the story of a show I have no idea what you guys are talking about. But I, oh. I respect you. I, I, I'm, How can I'm you okay not? For it. It's bigger on the inside. How it, can you not? I think it's fair to say it's the backbone of all current sci-fi. I mean, it's everyone that's making sci-fi now attributes. If you ask them what their inspiration is, many of them would say, if not all of them, would say Doctor Who. I mean, heck, Family Guy had, 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 had a scene, right, uh, using voices and, you know, cartoon things. It was it covered the TARDIS. The time travel thing is on a cover of Iron Maiden album. <laughs> it's all over the place, Mike. And, yeah, I have to take a break and and, uh, and walk take through a car out wash. Of this nerd hole, huh? To, to I have to rinse myself thank of you, this Kev. this nerd yep. tsunami. But thank you, Kevin. Ouch. We love you. Your your dedication. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's so He's good. It's guy. Opelka. In for Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.